What's that about? You design it? Kanye West designed that? It looked like a billboard. <laughs> Doesn't it look like a billboard? You can read it so well at a distance. Is he still singing and stuff? He hasn't done any music, religious songs. Is he still preaching? She didn't want to be a Christian. <laughs> well, also, I think he looked at her after his transformation and was like, Whoa, I married Kim Kardashian. I feel like that was a realization. <laughs> so they are getting a divorce? I think so. At least that's, what's that's, that's what the newspaper says. Uh, that's a rumor. It's a rumor. Oh. Because he's a Christian? Um, God knows. Because <laughs> she can't control him. <laughs> he's so black. God knows. You part black? Uh, I think so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all y'all came from black people. Black people. Black, the black man is the original man. Yeah, Black woman is a seed. That's right. The mother. But do, have you ever seen in a picture? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube channel, and I can get to your questions and comments. Thank you all for coming. Good morning again. Good morning. So I was asking, have we ever you ever seen any pictures of Adam? You have. I've seen pictures of Adam in the in the kids' books. In the kids' book? Yeah. What does he look like? He looks a bit like Levi. He has the hair like the long hair and Oh yeah. Yeah. He had long hair? Yeah. But I know. <laughs> well we know he was a beta, right? <laughs> so what? We know he was a beta, he let Eve deceive him, so Yeah. But and the only pictures I remember of Adam is when he would give it Eve would give him the apple or something. But I don't know if I ever seen any other pictures of him. I see more pictures of Jesus than I do of Adam. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, this is a fellowship. Anybody with any testimonies or questions or anything? No? Well, we could do the offering and go home. <laughs> we'll have uh, Victoria sing a song while Joel passed the basket. <laughs> Because if everybody's healed, then all is well. Um, how many of you heard? Yes, sir. Um, I think that something that can help me and also others is. Oh, yeah. Hi. Um, how, how can someone control their lust? 
or not give into it when they have it? By doing the silent prayer, just being aware of it. Don't fight with it. Just be aware of it. It's easy. And you may have to go through some pain, or you may give in once in a while, but don't make it a big deal. Because you want to overcome all that, and you will, but it's more about the soul than it is about that stuff. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. Okay. How about the biblical question? Anybody familiar with the biblical question for this week? No? The biblical question this week is, what is righteous anger? I hear a lot of the Christians saying that they have righteous anger. And I've been hearing that for a long time, but especially lately from my enemies and others. Anybody heard of righteous anger? Oh, okay. Anybody here has righteous anger? So you guys don't know if you have it or not sure what it is. You're not sure what it is? Yeah. I think I've had it before. You think you've had righteous anger before? Yes. Are you a Christian? No uh I don't think so, no. But what were you doing with righteous anger then? Well, it's if if like if by righteous anger you mean there was something that I was angry about that I was right to be angry about, then I think I have had that. But have you heard the Christians say they have righteous anger? Yeah, I think they mean it in the same way. Maybe they're meaning it. You say you had it. What was it again? Uh, like if, if I saw someone hit uh, a bicyclist and then drive away, if I'm angry at that, I'm right to be angry at that. So I'm and, right, and what I'm righteously makes you angry. right to be angry about it? Well, I was angry at the injustice done to a bicyclist because the guy just and drove why? away. What gives you the right to be angry about that? Um, seeing injustice in the world. Especially if he didn't hit you. Yeah, that's true. Well, in a way, in a way, he's he's hitting all of us. If if all he, if, if a motorist, if a motorist, if a <laughs> motorist can just hit bicyclists, who? if a motorist can just hit bicyclists in our society and just get away. That's, that hurts everybody. So In what I, way? How does it hurt everybody? Because then there's, we don't have law and order. We have anarchy. People can just go around hitting bicyclists and getting away with it, you know? But he may get caught by the cops. Well, then there, then I don't need to be angry. He got caught. Justice that's is served. That's amazing. And that's righteous anger? Uh, that's an example of, oh, okay. of, of what righteous anger can be. It's, righteous anger is really just, I don't think people should be angry, but... The definition is being angry at something that you have a right, you know, you're, you're right in being angry at this. So okay. if you see the devil turning people into, you know, uh, transgender people and going and doing the surgery, it's, there's, people can be righteously angry that the devil's doing that in society. Why? Because, like I said, it's the same thing. If you see that the devil is doing wrong things to people who are, if the devil wasn't intervening, would have been just good people. He wouldn't have gone and ruined his life if he didn't intervene. Yeah. I think you're right. If you're already, that is an anger that is righteous because it's for the right thing. There's anger that, because I think they say righteous anger to separate it from plain anger, which Where could be anger at anything. Where did anger come from? I think that... Well, you wouldn't know that because you're not a Christian, right? Well, but, but uh, people that aren't religious can, because the non-religious religious believe that morals were created 
through evolution and through human society. And then religion came around, you know, 2,000 years ago and claimed credit for it. Oh, so, amazing. So, like you, so someone that doesn't believe in a god can still have moral standards because... Where would they get those standards from if they don't believe in God? Because we know when something is bad for a person. You know, you know just innately. How would you know if God doesn't show you? Because God doesn't need to show me. Because I can know for myself. If I, How? How would you know Because if I see um, this fine man here, if I see him stab the other fine man, well, I know that's bad. Don't say you know? fine man. These two fine men, if they start stabbing each other, I don't need, you know, I don't need a, a God to tell me that that's, you know, a bad thing. You know, if, if, I, if I cheat on my wife, I don't need a God to tell me that that's not a good thing to be doing because it hurts her, it hurts my honor, it hurts How old are myself. You? I'm 21. Oh, okay. In January... 22nd. So you're not 21 right now? No, I did. I turned 21 like... Oh, you just turned ago. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. Are you a Christian? Yes, sir. And you heard of righteous anger before? No, this is my first time hearing about righteous anger. I, you I never heard the Christian talk about righteous anger? I've seen Christians uh, be in anger, but I've never heard them say, oh, this is my righteous anger. Oh, you never heard it? No, I feel like it's a play on words. Like, they're pretty much manipulating the fact that they haven't overcome their anger, so they want to put some fancy word in front of it to justify them being so in the you state don't that they are. So you don't believe there's such thing as righteous anger? No, there's just anger. There's no righteous anger. There's no, what's the opposite word of righteous? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's just, there's just anger, there's love, there's peace, and there's a... What's the other word for it? Pretty much, yeah, they're just playing words on it. Amazing. Yeah. Did you, yeah, right here. I thought you would be, because you used to be a Christian, right? Yeah, no, I was born and raised in a church, and, and, and I had righteous anger. You had righteous oh, anger. Oh, yeah. First of all, where did that idea come from? It came from that if God says, no, where did it come from? Um, I, I don't know where it comes from exactly, but I think it's driven by people want to feel like they're in the right. And so if there was ever somebody that offended you or did something wrong to you, you'd find a Bible verse to back up that you were in the right and they were in the wrong, and then you'd say, I have righteous anger because they were wrong. So have you had righteous anger before? Yes. And what was it? Um, I was angry at people who kicked me out of the church. And that was righteous anger? I thought it was righteous anger. What made it? What made that righteous? It made it righteous because they'd done something wrong to me. I was in the right; they were in the wrong. So that made my anger righteous. God was on my side. When you uh, were taught the Bible, did they say that that came out of the Bible at any point? Um, yes, they they teach that God was angry, that Jesus was angry, and that if you have that same anger, that's good. And that's what they call righteous anger. And that's what they call righteous anger. But you can take any anger you have and make it righteous in your own mind. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. But, but God didn't call it righteous anger, right? God did not call it righteous anger. They just made that up? They made that up. And you believed it? I 100% believed it. Because it's easy. Well, you, it looks easy because then you can be angry at people. You don't have to worry about your anger. Uh, but it's destroying you in the process. That's interesting, man. And so do you still have righteous anger? No, I don't anymore because I realize that that is the devil's game to trick me into thinking that my anger yeah. is okay. So any anger, I, like he was saying, any anger is bad anger. There's oh, no okay. such thing as righteous anger 
at all. Because how could we judge, right? We're, we can't judge whether it's right to be angry or not because our own minds trick us. So it's a no-win. Like, it just doesn't even make sense. Oh, okay. I think now. But before, I was sold on it because it made me feel like I was right. And I could put someone underneath me and I could feel better than them because I was in the right with God and they had done something wrong. That's amazing. It is amazing. And you know the Bible too, right? I knew the Bible. I still know the Bible. And I bought all of that. I totally bought it. It's amazing. And, and I realize why you say it's so hard for religious people to understand your message because religion builds your ego so much and builds these walls around you that you can't let other ways of thinking in. And you're so sure that you're in the right, but you're so fragile there because it's not real. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Right here first, and then I come to you. That's what I was saying first. I was just going to say, I think, uh, not that I think I know that righteous anger is similar to, just it's a made-up word like saying, calling someone a white supremacist. It's just made up. So righteous anger is made up? Yeah. And it's not in the Bible? No. How do you know it's not in the Bible? Um, I just happened to, to, after hearing the question, I uh, sat on it and I just checked it out on, uh, in the Bible or online in the Bible. And I couldn't find any reference of saying righteous anger. Just people talking about it and trying to explain it and vet it out if there is. Did you ever believe that righteous anger exists? I don't think so. You never believe that? No. So when people were saying it before you became aware, uh-huh. did you think it was true then? No. Oh, okay. I don't think I did. Amazing. Yeah. And when a, I think it, it's like the same, the righteous anger people are the same people from the last week's biblical question. Those are the same people that came up with the idea of a preacher needs to have a Bible. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, it just the, the the phrase righteous anger evokes the idea of, um, get, I, I'm not very familiar with the story, but what I know is... This your is, first time here? This is my first time. Oh, welcome, I'm really man. excited to be here. Thank you. you uh, uh, How did you hear about us? YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Are so, you a Christian? I was born Christian, uh, you know, and then floundered around. So you were born a Christian? I was born a Christian. Amazing. Yeah. And so, do have you? Do you have righteous anger? Well, in my youth, yeah. Because how about now? I, no, I give it and, up. And why don't you have it now? Because I learned to love. You learned to love. Yeah. So righteous anger is not about love. No. Oh, okay. It's about want. And so, what I was trying to say is that when uh, the story, what makes me think of righteous anger is the story of when the angels fell from heaven, and Lucifer had righteous anger because he wanted something that God. Per, uh, didn't permit him to have. And so he created a justification to go against God. And what made that righteous? Again, I think the devil created a justification for being denied something that he wanted. He wanted. But the justification could be wrong, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, okay. it is a wrong justification. Oh, okay. But that's the play. So when you were younger, you thought you had righteous anger? It's tough because, uh, like, uh, you can get angry at anything. Okay, I did have righteous anger. I had uh, a righteous anger against Christianity for a while. 
And what was your righteous anger against Christians? Because I looked at sort of the history of Christianity and saw that all these terrible atrocities that had happened through time, you know. And it's always getting blamed on, you know, the Christians. You know, the Christians did it. It was because of the Christianity. These people went to war because of Christianity, this famine, because of Christianity, you know, on and on. And so you look at all these, like, uh, blames or, you know, these, these uh, stories that put blame on Christianity. And yeah. I felt justified because I felt compassionate to those who've been, you know, either... Um, you know, uh, shut out or being, you know, sort of mistreated or, you know, some sort of uh, mistreatment of, you know, of people on people. You feel compassion for them? Yeah, I feel compassion for those who can't was, defend themselves. And you thought that was righteous? I thought it was righteous on their behalf to stand up for them and voice their, their um, you know, their grievances. And do you feel that way now? No. Uh. <laughs> What changed your mind? A lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it really, it, it, uh, you know, I, I, it's that saying, you go through hell and back, and you learn, right? So you got to learn to fall, like you talk about, you know, fallen state. And if you're lucky enough to be aware that you've fallen, in, that you're now in a fallen state, yeah. there's the only places going up. Oh, okay. So have you ever seen in the Bible righteous anger? Uh, I can't think of it right now. Okay. Uh, I would have to review the Bible again and, and look at it. But, I mean, for me, what, what I think of righteous anger is that, that story. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, any questions for me? This is your first time here. Any questions or anything? No, not today. Not oh, yet. Okay. I mean, right on. as we go along. Well, I thank you for coming, man. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Oh, hold on a minute. You had a thing with righteous anger? Okay. You have righteous anger? No. Have you ever had it? Yeah. And what made you think you have? And I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just investigating right now. What made you think it was righteous? Because I thought I, I was fighting for a good thing, but I was fighting for that good thing in the wrong way, with anger instead of with love. So. And so why did you call it righteous anger? Because you thought it was good? Because I thought it was right. I oh, thought okay. righteous comes from right. It's right. That I'm angry right now. It's right that I'm. Oh, uh, yeah, but the Christian got it from the Bible, though. Yeah, no, I they know, and that's what I was Satan. gonna say. I think it all comes from the Bible uh, story of Jesus doing all the like him getting quote unquote angry and like storming out and you know flipping the tables and stuff. And I think I don't think Jesus ever said I am angry. Literally, he never said that. But, but at one time, you thought it was right. It. He was right. Was I never thought that anger. was righteous anger. Oh, I see. I okay. thought righteous anger for me was just being right uh, for being angry. Like, oh, you hurt me, so I'm righteously angry at you because you said something to me. But well, I, I don't never... think that's what they mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, the but I never. Mean it. In more of a holy way. Yeah, I never it's thought not it. Worldly way. I never. And that, but that... you're the angry worldly. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. Like, if, if the holy way I, th I think about this story, that always Bible thumpers, thumpers but, I know, come but out I'm with. trying to figure out, and I think I know why the Christian call it righteous anger, and where did that come from? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I think I saw. I'll come to you, babe. You heard of this before, right? Yeah, I have. And when you were a Christian? Yes. 
And did you have it at one time? I believe I did. And why did you have it? Well, I mean, because what? when you look at the scriptures, the Bible talks about sin. Uh-huh. And when you look around and I saw that you see, you think you're justified to being angry at that because in the scriptures, that's what it seems like God is angry at as well. Oh. It's kind of like following his example. You know, like when the Israelites would sin against him, he would get angry and he would punish him for it. So when you see sin around you, you think, oh, well, yeah, let me be angry because God is angry. Oh, so, that's deep. Yeah. And do you still have it? No. What happened to your righteous anger? Well, I don't be ang- I'm not angry at all because I think, and I could be wrong about this, but it's a form of deception to have, for me to have anger because I'm not God. Right. So I can't judge like he can. Which way you like better, your unrighteous anger? I mean, no anger or the righteous anger? I like no anger because I don't allow myself to get caught up in things that I can't control. Oh, okay. So did someone teach you that that was in the Bible? Righteous anger? Yeah. Because uh, I hear it all the time. Um, Especially those who try to prove me wrong about anger. Well, together, like right after each other, no. But there are some scriptures that talk about um, how God is angry and he talks and refers to his righteousness. So I guess they just decided to put it together to justify their anger against what they consider to be sin. Amazing. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sure. Um, So you have righteous anger? Um, not at all. Uh, are you a Christian? Um, I'm kind of learning how to be a Christian, so I would say no, not yet. Oh, okay. Um, what I think righteous anger is, um, I think it's the desire to fight back against tyranny. Against what? Against tyranny oh, or okay. evil. Because I feel like um, just standing around and just letting things happen isn't enough. So you, you get so angry that you want to do something against it. And uh, personal experience, um, I had a lot of people who've done me wrong. And um, I, ha- I had that feeling of righteous anger at some point. It's like where I want to fight back like um, like physically and, some, or, and sometimes um, I don't know any other way of expressing it. But um, yeah, I feel like um, it's, it's natural for people to have righteous anger because it's, it's, it's a great natural. Term. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and why do you feel that way? I mean, I guess it's part of being human. Oh, okay. So as a Christian, you should have righteous anger as well? Um, I don't really know about that yet. Oh, okay. Interesting. Amazing. Hermes, you have righteous anger? Hermes looked like he has righteous anger, right? <laughs> you want me to say I think I know the answer so I don't know you want me to give it away yeah okay um, <laughs> first I want to say I think it does say it in the Bible I think it does say that uh, righteous anger I'm pretty sure I've read that I could be wrong but you think you may I have think read I, I've in the Bible read that, I read, I read that in the Bible but about righteous anger yeah I could be mixing it up with what I've heard a lot of Christians say but right. I believe I've read it but um, no but I don't believe are you able to tell us where Huh? Can you tell me where? Um, not specifically. No. Oh, okay. I'm not a Bible thumper. But you just mean you read it. <laughs> a righteous angle person. <laughs> you just believe you read it in the Bible? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't believe you can have it because if, I mean, not if. Anger is a spirit. 
So you can't have righteous, a righteous evil spirit. But if the Bible says it, why can't you have it? But I think maybe they misinterpreted the word anger. It could have meant something else. Oh, you mean whomever wrote the Bible? Yeah, I think that word anger, like your definition of anger, right, which I agree with, is it's a spirit. Anger is a spirit. So if we say righteous well, anger. Righteous anger would be a spirit, too. It would be a spirit yeah, of righteousness. The word anger kind of corrupts the uh, the definition. I think you could be righteous and take strong action. But to say righteous anger is like you could be righteous and still have an evil spirit. So it doesn't make sense. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Joel, you have righteous anger? Um, no. Oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> Your anger is unrighteous? Uh, no. Um, it's not righteous. So if I were to get upset, it's not righteous. Oh. That's evil. The young lady in the mask, are you a Christian? Uh, I grew up Catholic. Uh, take a mask. Yeah, I grew up Catholic. Um, I think I still kind of follow in that realm, but I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't go to church. I don't really listen to anything. Why don't much. you go to church? When I was younger, I think we saw a lot of like hypocrisy and how people would act uh, while in church. And then, you know, they'd ask for money. They'd be like, oh, we're doing all these projects. The money ended up going for funding a trip for the, the, um, the priest. Um, and, you know, just people, like, they'd be so nice. And then, you know, if we didn't show up to church, they'd, like, be on our backs for, you know, not showing up one time. Or <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird environment. And it, I don't think it affected so much in the long run how I saw God. Yeah. Um, you know, I still talk to him on my own. I think it's a very personal thing. I don't go about telling people like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to God all the time. It's, it's personal. And okay. I just didn't see that uh, when I would go to church. And so you have righteous anger? Is this your first time here? It is. Oh, what's your name? Maria. And Maria, how did you find out about us? Through my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, that's your boyfriend? Yeah. Is was... he beta or alpha? <laughs> alpha. <laughs> <laughs> alpha male. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so do you have righteous anger? Um, you know, I think in the moment, ah. I, uh, <laughs> I think in the go, moment, ah. it's easy to think one does have righteous anger. Right. Because you think you're right. And, and when you're angry, I think it's easy to be blinded about, you know, what might be good versus bad. And you think you're right for a reason. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I can't say I haven't had it. You have had righteous anger before? In the moment, I think I do. And do you have it now? No. Oh, okay. Not in this moment. <laughs> Does it go and come? Uh, yeah. Oh, I see. When you're yelling at your boyfriend, is it righteous? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think it is. And then, you know, <laughs> time, no, I don't yell. But, no, I, I think, like, you know, no, when you cool right. down, that's when you start, <laughs> that's when you start thinking, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, that, that yeah. wasn't right of me. Yeah. But while you're yelling at him, you think you're righteous. She, she doesn't yell. <laughs> to be honest, she really doesn't. You don't yell at him? I might get upset. Uh, I get upset. I, I don't get angry. I Yeah, I guess I don't get angry. I get upset. And, you know, maybe... She'll just get quiet. Yeah. Hold on a minute, Mom. And I think it's righteous. I'm like, well, now he has to come and... Pull, you know, but it's not always the case. It's not It's not oh, okay. me being righteous. But you don't yell. You just kind of go off. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, get quiet, yeah. <laughs> you go quiet sometime on him? Yeah, because if talking is already building up to anger and I don't want to get to that point, then it's like, okay, well, let's just, like, cool off and, you know, like. Right. Yeah. Um, do you want to get to the point where you never get anger again no matter what happens? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to get to that point? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, go and forgive your mother and return to your father. Mm-hmm. And you will never get angry again. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Has he told you to go and forgive your mother yet? No, I, I'm pretty close to my parents. I, I, don't, I don't have anger towards them at all. Like, I'm pretty it's close. toward everybody but them? Maybe. <laughs> That's select few, you know, like it's yeah. not. Where did it I don't come really from? Go How did you anger. become angry? Um, I think when things don't agree with how I see righteousness or how I see like, I don't know. Yeah, when things just don't agree. Oh, okay. So your, your parent didn't do anything wrong while growing up, while you were growing up? I think so. You know, I think everyone gets to be wrong and. Oh, so, yeah, as a kid. Yeah. What did your mother do wrong? You wish you would stop or had never done? Uh, she can have a short, uh, short temper sometimes, maybe. Yeah. And have you forgiven her for that? I guess not explicitly, no. Like, If you go and forgive her for that, you would never know anger again. Yeah. Why didn't your father protect you from her when she was doing that? How? Or? Why didn't he? Uh, I mean, he'd be at work, or... I think he's a very calm person, too, so anytime she would have a short temper, he'd just kind of keep it. I mean, he couldn't, like... He would never build it up to anger. So when he would come home from work, and you say, Daddy, Mother yelled at me. <laughs> she was just crazy. He would say what? Um... He'd probably ask why, you know, like, or what the situation was. Would you tell on her when he got home? I might explain, yeah, like, what happened. Yeah. I mean, most of the time I did do something wrong. Like, you know, I might have broke something or I but fought with my brother. But didn't call yelling at you. The what? She still should not have yelled at you about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, forgive her, all right? When you get home today, yeah. say, hey, I'm sorry for hating you for being so evil. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't call her evil, though. <laughs> that wasn't love. <laughs> and they asked your father, why did he protect you from her? Yeah. All right, let me know what he says. Okay. All right, any questions for me? No, I'm just here to observe. I know it's been like your, your show, your talks have been... Have you watched part. the show already? A little bit. And what do you think when you watch it? I think some stuff can be pretty blunt, <laughs> but he's really patient and he explains everything. So yeah. I think there's a sense to what you say. Right on. Yeah. Do you think I hate women? No. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <I have. laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Okay, good. Do it. Forgive Thank and see you. what happens. Don't ask for forgiveness. They say, hey, I'm sorry for hating you. Okay. All right? And if they say fine tonight, if they don't, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Any questions for me? No. Any disagreements? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. This your first time here, too? Uh, second. Oh, okay. Thank you, th- thank you for showing it to her.
for helping her. How's that going trying to help her overcome her anger? Um, I'm actually with her because she has very little, if any, anger. Uh, she deals with everything really patiently. Uh, and it just so happened that I actually uh, met her not long after I actually came to one of these discussions. And then I had forgiven my mom and forgiven my grandma. So right. um, it was like a timeline during our relationship. But uh, since I've done that, everything's turned around pretty big. I've actually moved down here from the Bay Area quite recently. So it's so you moved down to be with her? No, no. Oh, uh, we both lived in the Bay Area. Oh, both of you lived there? Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Uh, so we moved down here because we just had an opportunity through friends, and the whole pandemic thing is kind of helping us, you know, work from home. Oh, great. Yeah. Any questions about anything? No. Oh, I'm okay. Just listening right now. Well, good. All right. Um, yes. I just want to know what uh, the word, uh, the definition of the word supremacist means. I mean, obviously I can Google it, but I just don't really understand what supremacist means. They put white supremacists. It means that uh, white people are superior to us. Yeah. <laughs> but is, is, there like, is there like American supremacists? Is there Chinese supremacists? No, like, just white supremacists. Just white <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, all right. You know what? Keep it simple. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Yes. Uh, I, I've been learning a lot about controlling my anger since I've been listening to you and uh, for like a year or so. Uh, and I do better than I used to, uh, but I feel like most of the time I get angry, it's what I feel is right, righteous anger in the moment uh, because it's, a, uh, it, it, uh, it's pride-based. I feel, it's what? I feel like it's pride-based. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like, I well, I have the superior position, obviously, so, you know, I can be, I'm legitimized to feel this, this emotion uh, that would uh, get me, uh, make me judgmental to someone who I feel like would have an inferior position rather than to be still, and know God is in control, and love the person, and um, so you still have anger. Um, occasionally, yes. Yeah. And why don't you let it go completely? Why have you let it go? Do you want to let it go? I want to let it go. And why haven't you? Uh, I'm still working on. Accepting that God is a control and that I, I am just a, an extension of Him, and uh, I feel like I can control things more than I than I than I can. You believe you can control things in the moment. Oh, okay. In the moment, and then I recognize later on where I misstepped and right. And yeah, it's it's an ongoing process. I'm less angry than I used to be. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you cannot control anger. Mm-hmm. Really, it it is a spirit, and you can't control it. You have to overcome it. It I has understand. to be taken away from you. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And are you staying with the silent prayer? Not as often as I, as I should. Oh, it's not every day. Then. Yeah, I am suffering. 
because of it. Yeah, why don't you stay with the prayer? Probably uh, pride, thinking I can I can be all right just doing it every once in a while and not not getting. So you let Satan talk you out of it. Yes. Okay. Well, you know you're going to suffer until you let go, right? Oh, okay. That's true, yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel um, when I see so much evil in the world, uh, I, I become angry and uh, forget that I can't control. And, yeah. And uh, then right. I, I feel what people probably call righteous anger. Well, do the silent prayer. You get past it. You forgave your mother, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is she like an old folks' home or something? She's in an old folks' home. She's oh. in. A, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just had to uh, have make the decision. Is she the one with Como? What's that? <laughs> oh. Como. <laughs> <laughs> is she in the one? Is she in Como's home? She'd Como's already home. be. She'd already be off the earth if I she know, was. I know. I was saying. Yeah. Look in the drawer and get the insurance paper tonight. <laughs> yeah, we already had to make the decision whether she was going to take the vaccine or not. Um, oh, is she going to take it? No. Why not? Uh, we think that too many older folks have died after taking it. Oh. Uh, my sister and I, who, who kind of control the decisions, and we've talked with her and uh, when she was in a pretty lucid state because she has dementia. And oh, okay. She agreed. Uh, that she didn't want it. And that she didn't want it. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, I wish you well, man. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes, Hermes. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually found several verses where it talks about righteous anger okay. and unrighteous anger. What does it say about righteous anger? Okay, uh, Psalm 7, uh, verse 11. King James Version says, God... Judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. That's one. And then... Uh, and what does it have to do with the people having righteous anger? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Bob <Bible thumper>. Right. <laughs> and then it does say, refrain from anger, forsake wrath, for... for uh, yeah. And, uh, it says what? It says, refrain from anger. And forsake wrath. So there's other verses in there that kind of say both that God was angry, but it doesn't say be angry. It says God was angry at the wicked. And so that's that's why the Christians say they have righteous anger. I think so. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay. Did you go and deal with your mother? Did we talk last week? Oh yeah. Did you go and deal with her? You wouldn't talk to your mother? Yeah. What happened? Um, it, it went well. It did? What did you say to her? Um, I said that I'd forgive her for, um, you know, like not um, for trying her best. And, and were you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> How did she react to it? Um, she was uh, pretty, like, uh, pleasant about it. She was what? Pleasant about Slow it. Slowed in? Pleasant. Oh, pleasant. Meaning that she didn't overreact? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. And how about your father? Uh, did you talk to him? Yeah. How did that go? It was kind of the same. So how are you doing now? Good. How's your life? Good. It is? 
You're not sure? <laughs> um, yeah, good. Uh, all right. Are you doing? <laughs> are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Oh, stay with it. All right. Okay. He's saying no. You're not doing it. <laughs> you're not doing the silent prayer. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> you lying to me in church? <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> no. You're not doing it. I am. Oh, why? Well, why is well, he? Not, she's probably doing. But how would you know? Do y'all live well, together? Uh, never mind. Oh, you have the liar calling you a liar. That's amazing. If you're not doing it, do it, all right? And if you are, stay with it. All right? Is he beta or alpha? <laughs> alpha? He's alpha? Why do you say he's alpha when he's lying on you about you're not doing the prayer? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think um, he's just kidding. So what? <laughs> I think he was just kidding. Who was? About lying that, I, that I'm praying. Oh, he's just kidding? What? You yeah. say you think he's kidding or you're kidding? Uh, she's specifically not doing the silent the, the prayer. The silent prayer. Oh, yeah, she, she's just specifically not doing your silent prayer. She hasn't heard about it yet. She Who are you know doing, Buddha? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Catholic. Oh, you're Catholic. Oh, okay. Amazing. Any questions about anything? Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. So, uh, concern, yes, ma'am. Oh, you have a question, Mary? Okay, right here first. Oh. Right here first. Right here. I was uh, gonna. Uh, I was a little curious about the um, idea of Lent that they have in the Catholic religion, where it's the forty days where you're giving up <clears throat> some kind of a bad habit. I, I've been talking to my family member; a few of them have done that, and I find it a little interesting because, like, when you truly overcome and you're like truly born again like all of those sins fall away. You know, all of those things that you do fall away. So, like, I find it interesting that in, like, the Catholic religion, they go 40 days without it instead of dealing with the real problem. And that's when they put a little dark spot on their head yeah, or something? something? And what is that supposed to do? I don't know. He, this I'm is not my a brother, Catholic, so I don't know a lot about that religion. Mm-hmm. I know more about it from here, from the people. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we don't have to go through all that anymore. It's all about the spirit now. Yeah. Uh, when Christ came, he restored everything back to order. And so you don't have to go through those things. Now, if you want to walk around looking that way, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can wear, wear them all over your body. It's not going to change you. Mm. It just makes you feel good because everybody looking at you. Oh, that's a Lent Catholic. Mm. And you feel good about it, but it's not going to change anything. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, that's, you, this is my brother, by the way. That's your brother? Yes, yeah, my brother. Your real brother? My real, real brother. He's the one that... Same mom and dad. Yes, yeah, same mom and dad. Really? <laughs> what the... And, and he, Where did you come from? 
<laughs> I didn't know you had a brother. <laughs> Say mom. All this time, I never knew you had a brother. Yeah, and he, um, he was the one that introduced me to you. Like, he sent me a video of the fallen state, and that was the first time I saw you. Really? He was the reason why I know you. I know you. Well, welcome home, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I'm and really so, happy to be here. Yeah, why haven't you mentioned your brother before? You don't like him? Huh? No, I've mentioned him. I just haven't mentioned him in church because there's been uh, no reason to bring it up. But, like, people, I've told people oh, that yeah. I have a brother. And Does he live here? He lives in Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Home of the SJWs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, he's doing 40, the 40 day Lent. And so oh, you, oh, right now? Yeah. Where's your dot? Well, you wear it on Wednesday. They put it on you on Wednesday. Oh. It's ash. That's why they call it Ash Wednesday. And you don't shower for 40 days? No. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so the oh, thing about huh. it is... I'm is, onto something. The, yeah. I mean, you can. Uh, well, the thing right, about it is... If you to, take a shower, you're going to wash it off. Yeah, you wash it off. And then your sin's going to stay. Wait, what was that again? <laughs> Repeat, I'm slow. And so you, when you take a shower, do you wash it off and put it back on later or something? No, no, no. You wash it off when you shower. Right. It just washes off. After the 40 days are up. No, no, no. Like, whenever. The next day you wake up or whenever. Oh, I see. The, 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 the marking from the priest is just to show that you uh, did the ceremony. Oh, okay. Okay, and then the reason for 40 days and 40 nights is because Jesus went to the desert, and he was tempted by Satan. Right. And so the whole purpose is to emulate that, how to fight temptation. Right. And that's why you sacrifice something that you're always tempted to um, hold on to in order to be Christ-like, to get to Christ-like. Oh, it's I a see. practice. It doesn't get you Christ-like. It just helps you to get to Christ-like. Oh, okay. But it's not becoming Christ-like. It helps you just by reminding you? It reminds you. Oh, I it see. It tells you, hey, you're being stupid. Wake up. Let go of these things. Right. Fight it. Uh, sacrifice yourself. And in the end, on Easter Sunday, you'll rejoice because Amazing. you went through the desert. So are you living in Portland now? I do. How is it up there for you right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're burning down the city up oh, there, they're right? burning the city. It's, it's just like every city, like, you know, just like here, just like San Francisco. But it's a little just worse like up there because it's ongoing. Yeah, well, yes, yes, it's ongoing, but it's in one specific area. Oh. It's not the whole town. It's not the whole city. It's not how I'm, you know, the it's media It's more like downtown it. somewhere? It's downtown. Oh, it's okay. certain little key areas, key neighborhoods that are sort of where the, uh, you know, if you want to call them Antifa or whatever, they live in these areas and they just want to control that area and promote their, their, righteous, still, uh, their righteous anger. I'm telling you. Do you stay away from the area? Well, I have to. I work in downtown area. So I see the stuff. I walk through it. I pass through it. You know, so, yeah. Well, be careful then, I man. witness it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't participate yes, in it, but I witness it. Right on, man. Yeah. Amazing. It's amazing what's happening up there. Yes, Mary. Oh, I, I have a comment regarding, remember Moses when he smote the rock and he was angry and God didn't let him enter the 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 kingdom of the Jews because he he was angry and he said, that was, he didn't appreciate that anger. So God didn't like the fact that Moses had it? Wasn't Moses right. like the dog, the big guy, right? Yeah, Moses was the yeah. big guy, and he 
he was supposed to be getting water for them. And um, God told him to smote the rock, but he did it in anger. And when he did it in anger, he, did, he was not allowed to enter into that, oh, okay. that new city. You know, the reason I brought, I'm so glad that we use this as a biblical question, because I've been hearing, especially lately, my enemies say, you don't have, no, my enemy says that they have righteous anger, right? I hear it all the time because I say you can't have anger and be a son or daughter of God. They're like, yes, you can. You can have righteous anger. And so I thought it came from the Bible. And, and, and the reason this is so important because I really suggest do what you want, that you just stop taking people at their word. You hear people say things, it sounds good, you repeat it as though it is good, and you end up suffering and dying. Because I looked through the Bible, I even asked the uh, Bible go-to guy, who really know the Bible, right? And it's nowhere in the Bible, the words righteous anger. It's not there. It's not even in the Bible. And I'm thinking, it's crazy that you can make that up and think and pretend like it's from the Bible and you can preach it and other people just start saying it and they hold on to the anger and destroy themselves. And it's like that in the secular world, but it's like that in the church as well. And that's why it's not good to let someone teach you. Let it go in one ear and out the other. So it seemed like what they did was uh, apparently Jesus went into the church and threw the table over, right? And they said Jesus was angry. And then it's that verse that Hermes read about, uh, oh, be angry, but sin not. So they took Jesus' action and put it together with be angry, but sin not. And they made that righteous anger. And so many people suffered in the churches because they have anger. But they're calling it righteous anger. And as some of you have already said, it just makes you feel good about being angry because the Christians have accepted so much that they don't believe you can overcome all things. And because they have not been born again of God, they just excuse it away. But there's no such thing as righteous anger. And they don't know how Christ was feeling. They think that Christ was feeling the way that they feel when they get angry. They're really associating his reaction to their reaction. And they're thinking that that's what it is. Anger is evil. And we are supposed to have discernment. It was like what the young man was saying about fighting the battle. I noticed that the children of the lie, they are pushing Christians in the corner. They don't care about the Republicans. They don't care about the Christians. They want what they want. They don't care about breaking the rules taking away your right to speak or whatever, right? They don't care. They'll push it anyway. And if the Christian didn't have anger, they'd be able to push back. But because they have anger, they have fear. And when you have fear, you're, you're not able to fight your enemy in the right way. But if you had no fear, you push forward. You push them back. But the Christians have fear, and they'll give it in. They're really caving into it. So you got to overcome anger so you can defeat the devil. You can beat him, but you can't do it if you have fear. If I had fear, I would have resigned from what I do a long time ago and gone back to the cotton field somewhere. 
with my tail between my legs. Because people call you names, they, they threaten to take things away from you, they all kind of stuff. And if those things are important, you will have fear of losing them. And that's how they control you. And so a lot of people are not even speaking up because they have fear of not being able to speak up. They're going to ban you on the Internet or they're going to tell your mama or something, you know. <laughs> and so you got to, oh, there's no such thing as righteous anger. Not in the way that they're saying. It's discernment. We have to be able to see injustice, don't hate injustice, so we can have, because inside of us, we do have a power and authority to overcome all things. There's nothing on earth that we should overcome, uh, cannot overcome. And we could beat the children of the lie in the right way if you just didn't have fear. And anyone who has anger has fear. It's just the way it is. So that's why a lot of Christians are joining forces with these people because they don't want to lose anything. And these people do not care. They lie in your face. They're just lying. You're looking at them lying. I saw um, Al Shopton and one of the, uh, represented by the name of Lou out of New York. <clears throat> they held a press conference because a lot of black people are knocking Asian people out. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> It did happen? What happened? Oh, um, I, I was bear sprayed by um, BLM Antifa. You were what? Bear sprayed. You were what? Uh, bear sprayed. You were? Yeah. You were bear sprayed by them? By BLM, yeah. How did that happen? You just walking down the road, they did it? So we went to, um, you know, we, we kind of put it, well, it was my idea, so I kind of put herself, I put her in this situation. But we went to Ahmad Aubrey's vigil. You know, it was some February or something. Yeah, it was on Hollywood Boulevard. I just want to check it out. Um, but they know me, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, uh, don't they follow him around. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, Whenever you follow him, you're gonna suffer. No, 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 no. Believe me, believe me. It's it's never happening again. It, I'm, so it's it breaking your face. That's amazing. And I, I was right next to her too. I was standing right next to her. They, they specifically sprayed her. They didn't spray me. They didn't spray all of us. They just went up to her face and just sprayed her and ran. Why they go after her and not you? I have no idea. I think uh, it's because if they take maybe her down. Maybe because an Asian with a white man. Yeah. No, but I think it, if they and take they the think, woman they down. They think she's worse than you, right? Because she's so yeah. loud. Well, if they take the woman down, you know, I can't chase after them because then I got to help her. So I think that's. that's but don't real. take her in that environment. No, 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 never again. You know, that, that was my fault. No, yeah. no, I know. But, and so the, the, uh, the blacks have been knocking the Asians out in, in their communities, robbing them and everything. So they did a, a new a press conference on this. Al Sharpton and Representative Lou out of New York. And Al Sharpton talking about it's racist, what they're doing to white supremacists. And then when it got to Lou, Lou was like, yeah, they're just doing it because of my color and my eyes. You know, they have their eyes like that. And, uh, <laughs> and then they show a video. They're showing videos of the report, right? They're calling it white supremacists. But the only people you see are black people knocking out the Asians. 
And, and so we're looking at the black person knocking the Asians out, right? We don't even see white people. We see black, but they're calling it white supremacy. I'm like, what the? I thought I had to put my glasses on or something. But the point is, they don't care about lying anymore. They have discovered that they can get away with it. And they can intimidate. They can take away your stuff. They can do whatever they want because there's no pushback. The Christians are not pushing back. So they don't care that they're lying. The video is showing black people why they're saying white people. White supremacists, right? I'm looking at I'm like, maybe that's a light-skinned white or dark-skinned white or something. The whole point is you got to overcome anger so you can deal with evil in your personal life and public, public life. Otherwise, you're going to lose. And this thing is so far down the road now that... It can come back, and I believe it will. It will turn around because a lot of, a lot of you are waking up, and you'll you see how to fight the battle. It can turn around, but they don't care anymore. They just don't care. The, the, two, the school teachers don't go back to work because the union tell them not to so they could get more money. And plus, while out of school, they're getting paid anyway. So it's like they're not missing anything. And it just it happens. And the parents are so dumb that they just send the kids, to, they keep them home until the teachers say, okay, it's time to come on back. And then they'll send the kids back. And I'm like, I wouldn't send my kid back out, homeschool or private school or something, but plus the schools are no good anyway. You see what the schools have done to the young people, and yet you just put the parents, I mean, the kids back in there just to get rid of them. It's a mess. But it's a spiritual battle, folks. And it should be fun fighting this battle. But if you have fear, it's not going to be fun. I am enjoying fighting this battle. This is amazing. Because I know that it's spiritual, and it's not me that's fighting it. It's the greater he that's in me that's fighting the battle. And they don't know that, some of them know that Satan is driving them, but most of them don't know that Satan is doing it to them. Really, they don't know. Some do, but most of them don't. The young people are just doing it because they've been brainwashed. But this is a Christian, Judeo-Christian country. This country belongs to the children of God. We better appreciate this country and start standing up for it. Because there's no way. Where are we going to Haiti? We can't go to Haiti. Right. We've got to stand up. Let me take him first. And I... I think I saw over there too, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you taking mine? Yeah. Oh, okay. So does that make sense? That's not in the Bible anywhere. And I noticed that the important things of the Bible is left out. Have you noticed that? Uh, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's left out. The kingdom of heaven is within. That's left out. Uh before you enter the kingdom, you must go and forgive. They don't talk about that. But they make up stuff, and they push it as though it's real, and the people walk around and quote it. Their lives are not changing. Everything is wrong, and they just quote it. How wicked is that? Um, let me take this young man first, and then I'll come back to you. Buddy. Um, thank you for saying young man. But, um, <laughs> what I was thinking was, what, what is when you're talking to someone and they say, uh, 
be angered but sin not, how do you explain to them? Because to me, I see uh, the anger that, that God had is, is completely different. It's like the, the love that God has. We, right. don't have a, we don't even have a pinch of his love. Right. So his anger is like completely different than the anger that we have. So I don't, so when they say be angry and sin not, it's like how do you tell some, like especially a, a, a thumper of the Bible, like what do well, you Well, you try to explain to them that, that, you know, that's not true. We have discernment. It's clear that we're supposed to discern evil, but don't hate evil. And if they don't want to hear, you just have to let them suffer. You can't convince anyone of anything. We, those who are seeking, we have it. When we hear the truth, it wakes us up just like that. You wake up because you have a witness on the inside. And so when you hear, like a lot of you have done, you heard about forgiveness, right? And a lot of people didn't know they had to forgive their mothers. But when they heard me say it, something registered. Oh, yeah, she is a witch. <laughs> oh, yeah, my mother is evil. It's a witness inside, and then you go and forgive, and you're free. And the witness guides you the rest of the way. If the witness doesn't uh, uh, verify that on the inside, you ain't going nowhere. It's just intellectual knowledge. It doesn't mean a thing. But if, once the witness uh, verify that that's true. You're able to see, wow, that makes sense. It's yours, and you're free for the rest of your life. Yeah. But if you if you're just hearing knowledge and gathering knowledge, you're lost. It's not going to change anything. You have a witness on the inside. It's amazing what's in us. We have, and it's deeper than what you think. Really, God loves us, and He will guide us. It would be amazing. But you got to. Let the knowledge go in one ear and out the other. Don't hold on to it. Because when issues come and we deal with a lot of issues in life, you're, just gonna, you're not going to be able to defeat it. You won't be able to overcome it. You'll find yourself giving into it. I notice even some of y'all here, you say what I say, but when trouble comes, when the water starts shaking, you're going off the deep end. It's like, I thought you understood. And you run around telling everybody, you need to forgive your mama. You need to, you ain't your daddy. And then, and you're acting as though you have gone and did, and did it. And some of you have, but you still didn't forgive, right? Because as soon as something happened, you're like wiped out. Oh, in the name. You're not supposed to be wiped out. You're supposed to overcome. Whenever situations happen, you're supposed to stand still, don't react. And God, would, he will work it out. He really will work it out. But the moment you overreact, then it belong, you belong to your dad and Satan. You're going to lose. It's so easy to live God's way than to live the other way. It's simpler than what I can imagine or tell you. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was going to say something about the righteous part that he that Hermes read in the Bible. Well, we, it's not, it's just all made up. The, the Christians are, yeah. in their intellect, they're listening to the preachers. And the, oh, this is why you gotta, I discovered something yesterday that was mind blowing. And I'm making it into a biblical question. And I asked a, a person that know the Bible about this brand new biblical question. And the way they responded to the question is exactly what the preachers do. It's all intellectual knowledge, and it means, I'm thinking, wow, what they're saying is so not true at all. <laughs> but if you're an intellectual person, 
then it seems true because Satan is feeding you all the intellectual information. But if you let it be revealed to you, mm-hmm. it come alive, it's amazing, and it's something else. But so do you think that being righteous or thinking that you're righteous is something prideful and wrong? So what now? Do you think that thinking that you're righteous or saying, oh, I'm righteous, is something like it's literally prideful and wrong? But you shouldn't even think that you're righteous. That's what I'm or saying. That you shouldn't even begin thinking that you you're righteous have an or not. Because, I, and I was going to ask you about this, like, a long time ago, and I forgot, about in the death penalty, you know, because there's a lot of people who think that's righteous. For me, I, my personal opinion, I don't think that's righteous. Um, but what do you, I guess, what do you think about that? I don't know about it being righteous, but if you commit the crime and that's what the law says, you get what you deserve. So if you do you, believe that if you... If you kill with the sword, you should die by it as well. So I, don't, I wouldn't call it righteous or unrighteous. You know, I don't know. Just, I disagree with that, but yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, if, if, if the law says you take someone's life, the, the penalty is you're going to go to the, matter of fact, when I become president, I'm going to have the death penalty all over the country. <laughs> I'm going to do what? But is it, isn't Biden that like one died. of the I'm most? Right in here. But isn't what that one of the most? <laughs> what do you call that? It, everything. Go, you want the death penalty back? Yes. <laughs> isn't it? But Jesse. In all states. Yes. Jesse, isn't it taking? <laughs> I'm just, it's going to be my first executive order. But isn't it taking somebody's life like yes. the ultimate sin? Like the I'm going to have on a, do you want the needle or do you want that electric shock thing? <laughs> they say electric shock, electric shock it is. But I don't, that, I mean, I, I guess I don't understand because I feel like taking somebody's life, it's just have to be up to God. It doesn't matter if it's like a law. Because there's a lot of laws, like not nowadays. There's the a law is of like marriage, that crime marriage, gay people. That way. What? The person that takes someone's life, life. Yeah. They should be thinking that way before they do it. I know, but that doesn't mean that you have to go eye by eye, ear by ear. You know, no, like yes, you do. No, because yeah. that, that's not the message of God. Like crime right now is through the roof. Yeah, but you, there's so many other ways instead of taking out no, the life. That's, that's the it, easy way it out for them. It deters a person. It's supposed to deter you from, you're supposed to think twice, right? If you know you're going to die uh, by taking someone's life, you're going to think twice before you go take someone's life. But if you know that you can just get out of jail, no bail bonds or anything, you would take a life and go have a cup of coffee. Because <laughs> you're going to be back home in a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a deterrent. I, don't, I might think about I have to think about it because, well, not think. But I understand you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just. I, you just, feel sorry for them. No, it's not sorry. It's not even sorry it, it for is. them. Otherwise, wouldn't you be up for debate? It's not even sorry for them. Don't let her run. Don't vote for her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not even sorry she for them. She's going to be a rhino. <laughs> It's not even uh, sorry for them. It's more, it's more like I don't see how you get that. You get to decide something that it's ultimately decided by decision. God. They made that decision. Yeah, but it's you also have the decision, and it's like no, I don't. It, I don't. I don't. I, don't. I have ma- to think about it. They know that they're gonna go to the death penalty, right? Get yeah. the death penalty for killing. They are making the decision. I'm not making that decision. 
Yeah, but you Obviously shouldn't even enforcing have enforcing the law. It's my job to enforce the law. I don't know. I have to think about it. It makes a little bit of sense, but it's just I have this like why we can't have women in government. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. Right, because he will feel sorry for the guy that killed. I'm not feeling sorry for oh. the guy. I'm just saying this is like. <laughs> Let's have the mic back there. God, she'll be like, Lord. "Oh, don't kill him." <laughs> well, he just killed an entire family. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Lock him away for life. It just doesn't seem right. Yes, sir. Did you have your hand? Oh, okay. Let me take you first. Yeah, yes. I just wanted to hear your answer on you know, the question that you put. What makes people, what, where did the idea come from that a preacher or a pastor is supposed to bring a Bible to a Oh, we service? talked about that last week. Oh, but can, you, can, can I get your answer? Now? I don't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> you can podcast it. All right, then. All right. But in short, they, that's made up too. Yeah, because in the Bible it says he gave them prophets and teachers and stuff like that. And so the Bible thumpers have taken that to me. I'm supposed to teach you. They don't know that you must be born again of God. He will guide you in the right way to guide them back to him. They have gone and learned the Bible and they call themselves your teacher because they feel good about being your teacher. But we're not supposed to. It even said let no man teach you. But they omit that part. Yeah, see, on YouTube, someone commented that pretty much God gives specific few the, the wisdom or something to uh, give the word out to others. So they're pretty much saying that what you said was wrong, that only a few select people are given the right to uh, uh, share the word of God. You stay away from them. No, yeah, of course. Don't go to their class. <laughs> All right? Okay, yes. Because... If you ever connect with the teacher within, it's going to blow your mind. If you ever connect with the Holy Spirit, the teacher within, you would never, ever, ever let another person teach you. It wouldn't happen. Now, that doesn't mean you don't listen to people, you don't take some advice if it makes sense, but you would not let them teach you if you ever connected to the Holy Spirit within. Because his teaching is greater than what I or anyone else can teach you. And then when he teaches you, you're subject to him and not to some human being. Okay. He will guide you. So Thank don't you. let anyone teach you. Thank you. Okay. Let me take this young man first. And I know you were yelling over there about something. <laughs> okay. But he was waiting for a while. Does that make sense? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hear what they say, but let, don't hold on to it. All right. Even when you're in, in college. And they're trying to make you get an A or whatever they get in college. They give A's, right? You're trying to get the highest score so you can get, go to the best school, I guess, or whatever they do. Don't make them, don't let them tell you you got to make an A. Because now you're going to study hard, you're going to stay up late at night, you're going to whack your brains out trying to make an A. But then you made the A and you get a piece of paper, you can't even get a job. Just make what you can Keep it simple. And whatever grades you can make to get out of there, get out. It don't have to be an A. Just put your best into it with the best attitude, and you will come out on top. But don't let them put that kind of pressure on you. All right? 
Yes. Uh, just real quick on the anger thing again and how Christians leave things out. That verse about be angry and sin not, later in that exact same chapter, it says put away all anger, yeah. all strife, all malice. So I think that's just the first step is seeing that you're angry, don't act on it, like you say, is the first step in getting rid of anger. Yeah. And then just one other comment on that. In James, it says the, the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Right. Like, it can't be any plainer than that. Our anger well, they don't, doesn't they don't mention all that. They don't. They totally they ignore it. About it's the, unbelievable. The meat of the Bible is being left out Yeah. because they're deceivers. They're because Pharisees. they want to control us. It's the same yeah. thing the Democrats are doing. They're Preachers doing the want same to keep thing. them angry because then you can control them. It's so obvious to me. You're right. The church is doing exactly what the secular world is doing. Yeah. They're, instead of being the light so the world can see the right way to go, they're imitating the secular world. They want to control you. Yeah. And so they do exactly, they teach you. And you end up in a nut house somewhere. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I was almost there. And in, and, oh, yeah? yeah? You were almost in a nut house? I was almost in a nut house. I was so angry. I was so filled with anger, and I thought I was right in being angry, and I was so far from God, but couldn't figure out why. It was yeah. the most frustrating thing in the world. But... That's what All in the name of Jesus. All in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Isn't there something you can know God and be depressed? Yeah. Look like that would say something's wrong. I know it would. For me, I'd be like, what? I knew something was wrong, but when the church tells you that it's okay to be angry until you meet someone like you who says it's not okay, nobody has that message. If I hadn't have found your message, yeah. I would have been angry the rest of my life and felt justified in it, been miserable, depressed, taken out of my kids, passed it all on. Yeah. And thought I was right doing it the whole time and that God wanted me to do it. It's insane. What a deception. It is a deception. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're over there, man. I'm getting there. You're not over yet? No, I am. But like you say, you crawl, you fall down yeah, a few times. But that's right. it's, I see the direction is the it right is direction. Happening. Yeah, it is happening. It definitely is happening. Good. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, going back to the whole right, uh, righteous anger thing. Uh, I never even heard of righteous anger until now. I've, I've heard of just anger, but I always tell myself it's just just, just a justifiable anger. That's what I would tell myself. But then when we started talking about like uh, not giving in to anger, but just recognizing it, and that just uh, made me realize. I mean, that's what discernment is. It's just when you recognize it, you just don't give. Yeah. You just don't give into it. And I always have. I've always had that problem uh, with with my family too, because they always try to get me. Uh, they always try to get me to get angry because they always feel like I have some kind of like moral obligation to be emotionally attached to them because I'm yeah. their kid, I'm their family. That's always been like my biggest battle. And that's, that's my take on this whole righteous anger thing that we're talking about today. Because I've never heard it until today. I just think it's like supposed to be identified as just like justifiable oh. anger. Good, so, also Amazing. really quick about the whole death penalty thing. We do give, it's not like we send people immediately to the death penalty. We actually give them a choice to either serve life in prison or to get the death penalty. Who does that? So uh, the, the the judicial system, like the the attorneys, the prosecutors. I'm not gonna give them no choice. Yeah, yeah, they but no choice. Yeah, they, they always get a you choice. You kill somebody, you so. go straight there, and you're going fast. Yeah, and they ain't gonna wait a year. Yeah, you're going right there. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they wait thirty years. You're right. By the time you get there, you're already dead. Yeah. So, but that's how that's how we play it fair in our society. All right. right here. <laughs> Really, it, that's why y'all got to run for something so we can bring common sense back in our government and in our country. Because these people, they don't, they love hate. That's why they're always pushing hate. They love it. They live off it. They get fake power from it. They get money from it. So, yeah, we got to push back with good. Yes, ma'am. 
So you mentioned the Holy Spirit right now, and yeah. um, I was wondering about... The Holy Spirit is amazing. It, it really is. Really. We really do have a teacher on the inside of us. And when you listen to the teacher, he guides you, and you're talking with the expert, not my expert, because my expert's amazing, um, <laughs> the expert with the degrees, you can see how dumb they are. Really. They're sitting there talking to you, acting like they just know, and they think you think that they know. And you look at them like, wow, that's a nutcase. <laughs> it's, so, it's so empty. It's so shallow. There's no life in it. But they feel like they're really helping because they're on an ego trip. We got to get back involved. Y'all got to get back involved. All right? Run for something. School board. Start out small. But run for something. Uh, yes. So the Holy Spirit, is that like something that is like, how do we get the Holy Spirit? Is it something that comes inside of us? Are we already born with the Holy Spirit? Or, and is it like connected to like, the, like a bigger spirit? Like what is the Holy Spirit? That's a really good question. Uh, who here is guided by the Spirit, Holy Spirit? Nobody? Oh, y'all holy people? Oh, Lord. No, put your hand down. <laughs> so how would you, if you were walking down the road and she asked you that question, she saw you walking down there. I didn't quite hear her it, question. She wanted to know, how do you get the Holy Spirit? If it's something, oh, is it, yeah, is, is it something it, you're born with? Is it something that comes inside of you? And is it connected to something bigger? Like, what is the Holy Spirit? Like, how do you get it? How do you get it? Um, Jesus gave it to us. Jesus gave us, when he, Jesus gave it to us. That's about all I'm going to say because I don't know the Bible that well. <laughs> but we have it in, it's inside of us. It was given is to us it by already Jesus. there? She want to know, I would imagine does it come later? A, I would imagine is as a kid, right? you, you you're right? born in Yeah, like are you born it. with it or is yeah. it something you get? I would imagine as a kid, you're born with it. So you're saying Jesus gave, gave it, to it to us. us and as a kid, it's already there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You listen to the Holy Spirit? I do. Okay. I got a story to prove it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you're walking down the road with this man. You meet this man. He, he got a long story now. And you're like, I wish I hadn't asked. <laughs> I wish I had not raised my hand. I had to go to work. Yes. So um, I, I had to learn something, right? And so, and it's a physical thing. It's kind of a mental thing too, but it's a physical thing. And what I, what I realized almost immediately is that I was going to go through whatever I had to go through. If I, if I made a mistake, I was going to not let that affect my whatever I was doing in my mind or, or anything, I was just going to ex- realize I made the mistake and then go back and, and try to fix that mistake, right? So I'm doing this physical, pretty much mental thing, and so I'm making mistakes. I, I told you not to do it that way. So, and I'm, my boss is telling me all this stuff. Your boss is yelling at you? Uh-huh. Like that? Pretty much. <laughs> you wear black light matter on you. <laughs> <laughs> but... I learned to listen to what he's saying. Forget I had to filter through the cuss words. Yeah. 
and then and then listen to what he was saying. Yeah. He's telling me exactly what to do or what not to do. Yeah. And so I'm going through this. I'm making my little mistake. I'm not I'm not taking it personal, and I'm and I'm you know getting it right, and then I'll mess it up a little bit, and then I'll get it right, and then I'll mess it up. And and he told me that I was one of the fastest learners that he's ever taught because of that, because I didn't take it yeah. personal. I didn't, I didn't try to uh, figure it out. I didn't try to totally get into it. I just, I just had a pretty decent attitude about it, and I didn't take his yelling and cussing personal, and it just, it just worked well. If you don't overreact, it always work out. You just never overreact. Does it help? So we're born with the Holy Spirit? Because I'll hear people say, like... You know um, how children, when they're born, they're innocent. They, like, they just discover stuff. They, if they have a question while growing up, they'll ask the question. You give them the answer, they're done with it. But when they're traumatized, they forget about it. They turn away from the Holy Spirit because they've been turned away from God. But you already have it. And along the way for the seeker, the Holy Spirit kind of reminds you of something. You know, you remember something. That, like, oh, yeah, that's right, right? It's trying to communicate with you, but because you're in darkness, it can't really do it. But once you overcome that, it's already there. You have God with you and the Holy Spirit with you. Christ is with you. That's why when you turn back to the Father, all those, you become a family with, for the lack of a better word, you become a family with all that that's in that kingdom. We literally have the kingdom of God within us and everything that comes with it. So, yes, you already have it. And what he does, he reminds you of what you already know. He really does. Because when I, this biblical question coming up this week, when he reminded me, I'm like, oh, that's deep. I already knew that. But I forgot. Because we turned away from, we we didn't grow in the light. But we turned back to the Father, you're growing in the light. So he would teach you all things. Bring it back to your remembrance. And one more thing. When we say we forgive our mother, we have to go to our mother to forgive, right? Right. Yeah, we, if we, you can. We go to the mother to forgive, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't say it in, like it's in our head. We go to the mother. Anyone that's saying it in their head or yeah. in their heart or writing a note is a coward. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how to get around facing mama because they're afraid of her. Thank you. God said, before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must go and forgive. Because when you face them, you get your courage back and everything. One guy called the show said that he was trying to build up courage to go. Right? He's 67 years old, I think. <laughs> you remember that call? And I'm like, you don't get the courage by trying to build it up. You get the courage by facing it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you have to go. And if, once you face your mother, like all the other women in your life, you'll be able to face them as well. Right? Yes. Like because be the woman will no longer women. be your God. Yeah. Because the role will switch back to normal. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, and woman over children, right? But until you forgive your mother, the woman is your God. Mm-hmm. You, you can't help her. It's just that her. way. And uh, you lust after her. You'll do things that All are All that wrong. will come to Yeah. Yeah. You, until you forgive your mother, she control you. Mm-hmm. The woman control you with her spirit. The mother of spirit, because every woman you get involved with is mama. You're only attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and men are uh, sex addicts, and women are the sex dealers. Yeah. Yes. 
They use sex to control the man. That's why when you wake up, are you actually for your brother? Are you? Oh. I wonder why she asked me about woman's love. <laughs> yeah, I thought, um, I'm totally being mama right now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you thinking knowing that she's talking about trying to get this for you? I mean, she wants to, I don't know. What are you trying to get at here? <laughs> I mean, I forgave mom in front of you in Costa Rica when we were in Costa Rica. Yeah, I told her I forgive you. We were having a conversation. Was it? We were in Costa Rica, what, 2019? We were having this conversation with mom late night, and you were talking about forgiveness, and you were going on and going on, and I. (laughs) And to prove her that I could forgive, I did it in front of you. Now, see, that's the face. I don't know. Or you back off anyway. You can't save him anyway. Yeah, I guess you're right. She's not my mama. Right. She acts like your mama. (laughs) She's my sister, yeah. 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 Stay on your lane. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So, because of time, let me ask, why are you doing that, knowing that you were trying to, I guess, make him hear something? What's going through your mind? Because I I have like memories of just things that I've seen in the past with how he react, how he deals with things. And, Those are his know. memories, though. You let his memory yeah. go. No, it's right. That's I'm his life. I'm I'm definitely wrong for that. I forgive you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I, I, I apologize you don't need to for being wrong. Yes, I do. I apologize. No, you just ask for forgiveness. Well, I can't ask for forgiveness. <laughs> you going back I have to, to only give. I can only forgive. I could just ask for an apology. I mean, you I could always go back apologize. to Portland right after this meeting. <laughs> he's out. But yeah, I want to know. Out. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't save him, right? Is he older than you? Yes. Six so years. why would you sit here and try to? You know, you geared it toward him. Why would you sit there and do that? Just tell me, so yeah. the world would know how women think. Yeah, okay, because I, like Why I said, I... Why would you I, sit I, there uh, and ask all his, what you think yeah. are his questions? He can ask me. He's not afraid. He's sitting here. I told him, if anything come up, let me know. Yeah. Uh, why, what does Satan say you need, to, you need to speak up for your brother? Yeah, no. I think, uh, you know, I guess it's just my own judgment. Like, I, I judged him because of um, things that I... Um, just the, yeah, I, I judge, I'm judging. That's what it, it's really comes down to that. I'm just you judging. You don't believe that he's free? No, I don't. And, <laughs> and why is it important to you? Why is it in your business? Yeah. No, it's none of my it's business. It's hard enough living your own life. Yeah. Why is that your business, whether he's free or not? Why do you even put one thought into it? Good question. I don't know why I feel compelled. It's kind of like what we were talking about in the beginning, like, you know, that righteous anger. Like, you feel like, you know, you see injustice and you want to do something about it or you want it to be done right. You know, it's like what so I think you, But he lives in Portland and you live down here, right, L.A.? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you see injustice in his life? He doesn't even live with you. Well, like, moments I've seen it. Like, I've seen it. When the last time you saw your brother before now, today? Like a year ago? 
ago. You saw him a year ago. Are you still holding on to his stuff? Yeah. What the? <laughs> Men, women need y'all. Really. Whatever happened a year ago, that happened then. This man is a grown adult. If he hasn't worked it out, he deserves what he got. Yeah. And it's not for you to play mama for him. She like directed all the questions about him, and he just sitting there. Yeah. That is so mama. Yes. Yes. What I, do you yes. realize about that now? Um, I realize I'm wrong for sure. Like I see I'm wrong. I get it. I totally get it. I'm wrong. And she's telling all your business. She she told us you you addicted to sex. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't tell uh, women are ruling over you. She said, you're beta. In her wording. Yes. And you just said, I would have pushed her out of that chair. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, nobody. Very nobody. Very, right very on. That is real righteous anger. Yeah. But you should be aware because you're going to do that to your boyfriend, to your yeah. son. Yeah. You're going to try to save them. And you're going to turn them away from God. That's what happened. Mothers play God in the lives of the children, and they just turn the kids away from God. This is an adult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has it in him to seek God if he wants to. God is not going to try to get him in a meeting and ask all his questions for him. You know what I'm saying? He'll let him suffer until he cries out for God. And you just keep your eyes on yourself. You remember something that happened a year ago. I could barely remember yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I guess, a testament of just how Satan really does take take hold of a woman. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, I, that's what I see. Like, I just, you know, because in, in the moment, I'm thinking I'm doing something good, you know? And, but now, as a result of what? Now that, you know, you're correcting me, like, I'm seeing the evilness of it. So, I, um, it's definitely, uh, Satan is my daddy. <laughs> so do you feel cheap right now? Yes, I do. I absolutely I feel cheap, cheap, ashamed and uh feel um wrong like I did wrong. Oh good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just do. feel it but don't run away from that. Yeah. I have a friend that whenever they do something wrong, you can tell when they feel cheap. They like walk around like this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to exit from the situation. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know how to, you know, once they look silly, they don't know how to just walk away from it, right? <laughs> They're like, I'm like, you feel pretty cheap right now, huh? <laughs> Amazing. I got to ask this young yeah. man first. Did, yeah, I saw your hair, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, let me ask her, and then I want to go to this young man. So I had a question with, uh, just with sister and brother. So I have a brother that just, they, he has a girlfriend, and they just moved in together, so... I guess the mama in me wants to kind of tell him that it's not a good idea. Um, but I haven't just because I'm not his mom. Yeah. But um, but I kind of, I, I don't know, I just kind of want to let him know. But I don't know if I should or shouldn't. So is that... I, would, I mean, nothing wrong with taking him to the side and privately telling him, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. It's not going to work out. And tell him why. why. Mm-hmm. And if he accepts it, fine. If he doesn't, fine. If he doesn't accept it, be done with it. Wish him well, because you planted the seed, 
and now he may not be ready for it at all. Right. So just wish him well. Don't hold it against him. And one day he might remember what you said because he'll start seeing it by going through it, right? Yeah. So I would pull him to the side and tell him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but don't get him in a meeting. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> and, and break it down. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely tell them. I, um, when I'm around my brothers and sisters sometimes and they're doing stupid stuff, I would say, that ain't going to work. Don't do it. But if they don't want to hear it, I'm still okay with it. You know, all right, you're going to suffer and die. And, or if, I, if I'm around them and they're with their wives or their, my sister with their husband, I'm like, they're going to kill you. But it's just not personal, uh, you know. And they're like, I don't want to hear it, or they laugh about it, or don't do it. I'm, I'm okay with it because God let God would be okay with it too. The only reason I don't, I don't, I haven't done it is because I, he he was an addict, and then he found God, and he would tell me about it. And I guess at that point in my life, I was just not ready to hear it. Yeah. And um, and then when I heard you, and I just I woke up. And I kind of mentioned him to you, and he was like, oh, it's just not my kind of church or whatever. And I said, okay, it yeah. is what it is. And um, and so, like, he listens to, like, there's, like, a woman preacher and, like, uh, all the... Different what? There's, like, a woman preacher. Oh, God. And I mentioned that to him, and he just was like, it's, you know, it has nothing to do with it, blah, blah, blah. And so, and then one time I, we were talking, and I told him about, like, oh, about being perfect like your father and he was just like nobody can be perfect and you know so i just this is well, why i haven't mentioned all it. those things i'll be done with it okay so yeah. i w- don't yeah okay just wish all him right. well but you've already given him information he rejected it right he's not ready for it okay you know yeah so i thought you had never really well i've never it. i just recently he moved in with a girlfriend so right. but i never touched about girlfriend and moving in together and doing it right and all that stuff we just talked about you know, like he was telling me well, about Well, next time you see it, you just say, hey, you know you're moving in with your mama. You're going to suffer. Definitely his mama. <laughs> okay. Okay. And be done with it. Okay, thank you. Oh, by the way, you're moving in with your mama. Yeah. Yeah. But, and be done with it because God only uh, allows those in who seek after him. He's not going to let anybody in. All right? Is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? Eric, how you doing? Pretty good, and yourself? All is well. How did you hear about us? Uh, I've been watching your videos for uh, a couple of years now. So really? For YouTube. Right on. Any questions about anything or anything you disagree with? Nah, not really like that. Any questions about anything? Nah. Yeah. So how's your life going? Right now, uh, not, not too good, but uh, nothing to complain about. Oh, uh, and so what's wrong with it? If you, as long as it's not too personal, but what's wrong with it? Um, maybe just uh, figuring out. Uh, I I I didn't have a dad, and I didn't have like too much father figure, so I'm still in that like mode of trying to figure out how to be like no, not to sound corny, but like a real man. Yeah, like, um, I know what you mean. But uh, that's that's probably the only challenge at this point. But I don't really see it like as a challenge that that keeps me down. It's more something that's building me up right now. Yeah. Uh, have you gone and forgiven your father for not being there for you? 
nah, my my father died a while ago. So. Oh, okay. But so, I'm I'm past the uh, um, forgiving part. Like especially, I have my my mom. Yeah, just hold it up to him. I ha- I have my mom, and um, that it it's like everything that you said as far as like how poisonous it could be like to grow up in a single mother household. But uh, I don't I don't take that like personal. Right. Like, as far as what she was doing. Have you told her that? Yeah, I've, I've told her, but again, I feel um, like what the lady was saying about telling people, so that's not too righteous to me. I'd rather let God see, like let, let God show them. Yes. Because there's only so much I could do. Yeah. So, um, but you went to your mother and apologized for hating her for what she did? Uh, I didn't. I, I left the situation before I could hate her, so it never really got to that point. I seen the poisonous things, but it didn't like lead to any 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 faults in me. So you haven't gone and say, "Well, I left this situation before you poisoned me too." I got away from it, and I see uh, how evil it is, and you should still go and forgive her though, because it did impact you. In a way, that's why you are still looking to be how to become a man, because in all honesty, once you forgive your mother, God's going to forgive you, and you're going to see that your father couldn't help himself, whatever happened, right? And that'll cause you to love your father, and God will develop you into manhood. He will fill that void that you have, that because the, the Satan is telling you, oh, you needed your father to show you how to be a man, or oh, you needed your father to do this and that. That's not what it is. You needed to reconnect with your father's spirit so you can love God. And so you need to face your mother anyway and say, I see how crazy you are. You're so wicked. Satan is your daddy. No, I'm playing. Not all that. But, uh, and I'm sorry for holding anything against you and God will forgive you and that void will be filled. It will disappear. You, you need to do it. And however she act, that's on her. My mom's pretty good, like, as far as this. Like, I, I even uh, short clips of you, and she agrees with everything. I think it's just because of the, the personal relationship we have. Sometimes, like, a lot of times you see things better when you take a step back. Right. So uh, I'm still, I don't think she's going to take, take a step back yet. So um, When she I'm, doesn't, you still tell her, God will forgive you. Then you're going to love her with perfect love. And you'll become the parent and she'll be the child. I know, I see those situations all the time. She may start coming to you for questions and things like that. Yeah, it's already happening and uh, I appreciate it all. And I, I get a lot of insight from it, like seeing how she thinks, especially like when you get to an adult level, yeah. you start seeing your, your mom like, you, it's still your mom, but you see her as just an, another adult in, in this world and seeing how she's it carrying on. It is just on. another adult. It's, your, it's not your mother anymore. That's why you got to return to the father. Uh, it is, and you'll be able to love her with perfect love, and that's what it means to honor. You won't hold anything against her, and you will correct her at, with perfect Honestly, love. Honestly, I feel blessed. Like, uh, not having a father, it allowed, uh, like, life to teach me everything that my father should have, and I feel like uh, he, he had a lot of bad things going with him, too, so yeah. it wouldn't have really impacted me in a good, so right. I, I take it all with a grain. So, you know. But be honest with your mother, though. Forgive her. Right. 
And uh, are you doing a silent prayer? Uh, no, I don't do it. Have you heard of it, about yeah, it? Yeah, uh, And why have you done it, just for the record? Uh, I smoke a lot of pot, so... Pot here? Yep. You still smoke pot? Yeah. What the... And so you can still smoke your pot, you know, do the silent prayer, and then when you're done, hit the joint. Right. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But... <laughs> I'm only joking. Don't hit the joint. Jesse I smoke me. blunts. I t- oh, you do? <laughs> Is a blunt better than a joint? Yeah, all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, don't worry about that. Forgive your mother. Do the silent prayer. And eventually you will lose the appetite for the blunt. But can, can I be honest with you? I yeah. feel like um, Please if, do. if I do... Um, like apologize and forgive her. I feel like that's getting me more into the idea that that's even a problem for me. To to me, it's not even a problem right now. Oh, but you like you don't resent your mother at all. Yeah. Uh, I resent everybody. It's like you you see things <laughs> people do, you know. But, but um. But once you forgive her, you will resent no one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were you would love. But is that good? Yeah. Because the love that you're going to operate from is God's love, not the mama's love. And right now you have your mother's love, right? And that love will kill you. See, but I don't, I don't think I do. Like, but that's the only way you resent. If you didn't have her love, you wouldn't be resenting. Because you're going to see if you go and forgive her, God's going to take her love away from you. Because her love is of hate. That's why you resent everybody. You have your mother's identity and don't realize it. And so, and Satan's trying to talk you out of it. He's trying to tell you, oh, if you go and forgive, you're making it a big deal, right? And, uh, but what's going to happen, he's going to take her identity, her love away, and give you perfect love. You can't feel it. You can't taste it. You can't touch it. You live by it. And it's life. It's everything. Uh, and then you will be able to deal with all people with perfect love. You'll be able to stand up for yourself. You will see evil. You won't hate evil, but you'll deal with it. It it will allow you to see. But I, I feel that right now. So but like I that, see all that. Already. I know, but you're hating everybody though. Nah, nah, it's not like that either. Where I'm I just don't like if I don't agree with something you're doing, <laughs> I'll I'll let it be. But I've still like if I see a dude stealing, I'm not gonna personally be like, Oh, I judge this guy and he he's a thief and everything. But I am I ain't gonna let him in my house, you know, I ain't gonna Right. It's just like little simple, simple things like that, and I feel like it keeps me sharp right now. Well, do the silent prayer. Why do you need to smoke a blunt? Uh, a blunt? You call it a blunt, right? Me? Why, uh, yeah, why do you need that? It got to the point where it's uh, it's almost like routine at this point. Yeah. And um, I like where I'm going, so I, I kind of don't want to change nothing. <laughs> you going to the pot house? Do I go to the your dope house? <laughs> Do you have your delivered online? Nah, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> um, think about it. I don't want to force it on you. I, I would recommend you at least do the silent prayer, and God will allow you to see yourself. And that's where the real understanding comes from. All right, just give it a try. And so once you sit down and do it, and once you're done, if you want to smoke your blunt, smoke it. And eventually you will overcome it. Right. Yeah, I'm getting to the point, too, where uh, 
I'm not smoking as much or like uh I shit, I didn't blow before I came here, so you normally like would have, simple, what was that? You normally would have gotten high before yeah, you Yeah, came? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm waking big as soon as I wake up, smoke. <laughs> you got all the language for it. The lingo. But I, I've been maintaining like I I have a job and all that. Yeah. Um righteous person, all that. It didn't it hasn't really taken away from that. But uh, I am noticing that I'm getting better with the less that I'm doing it. Yeah. So I think eventually it's going to fade away. Yeah. Naturally. Well, do the silent prayer we're going to tell you. Give it a try and see what happens. Any questions for me? Um, maybe just one. Okay. Um, one, as I'm going, like, deeper into, into believing in God and, like, loving God and loving everything, like, seeing that he makes no mistakes, I, I stopped losing, I, I started losing the idea that there's even a struggle between good and evil. Well, I feel like, um, if anything, evil is something here to strive you towards good, but it's still, like, controlled through God. Because I, I don't see real evil, like, we talk about Black Lives Matter and all that, but that's to me, is not real evil. That's like One thing that you're absolutely right about, evil has no power at all. It's been defeated. Yeah, Christ defeated evil, right? But evil is still using other people by deceiving them, and they're the ones that carry out the act when they believe into the lie. It deceived them to make them do it, but it has, like, earlier I was talking about you, you guys should get involved because these people that are changing the country right now, they have no power, they have no love, they only have intimidation. And if they can see that they can intimidate you, you'll destroy yourself. But once they know they can intimidate you, they will back off or try to destroy you in a sneaky kind of a way because they literally have no power. Black Lives Matter has no power at all. If people stood up to them, they'll go sit down. They really would. It just looked like they have power because they know how to deceive and intimidate. No, yeah, I've noticed that um, even, like, when I was younger, like, I would walk to school and, like, get a, get approached by gangs or something like that. And I always thought that that, was, like, that would scare me when I was younger. Yeah. And as I'm growing up, it's, it's like all those things are essentially that type of evil, where it's, like, it's scary, but it, it really, it's, it's not scary anymore once you start becoming a man and yeah, like, realizing right. the truth. Well, evil, it definitely exists, but it has no power. It roars like a lion, but it's a liar. It deceives you. And once you wake up with the light of God, it takes away the fear because you start to see the reality of everything. And it's not what you thought that it was in that fallen state. People in darkness can't really see that evil doesn't have any power. And so you're absolutely right about that. It's evil. It will destroy. It will make you destroy yourself. But it really has no power. Christ defeated evil. Yep. And, he, and God is in control of all things. And I see it every day, too. I don't see evil winning ever. I don't either. And I know the Christians like to say, oh, the, the end of the world is coming. It's here. They've been saying the end of the world is coming since the first man walked the earth. You know what I'm saying? They've been predicting it in all kinds of ways. And the world still goes on and going on. And they're still waiting to be taken up by God, right? They're waiting for a cloud to come down from the sky. The rapture rapture thing. I'm like, no, that's Donald Trump coming back. (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, it, everything is already done. It really is. That's why once you enter into the kingdom, you live the kingdom life. No fear, no jealousy, no envy. You wish everybody well. You don't hate anyone because you see that they can't see. It's not personal. It all become clear to you. So do this. Get a silent prayer a, a, a try. Let me know what you think about it. All right. I'm glad you came, man. All right. Uh, my biblical question for next week is. Oh, let me just tell you this real fast. I want you to. I encourage you to practice this. All right. Forget about your plan in life. Do not have a plan in life. Just live one moment at a time. Really. One day, one moment, one situation, and let tomorrow take care of itself. Even when you start a business, you don't need a five-year plan. You just need to see what you need to do today, and tomorrow you'll see the next need, and, and opportunities will open up, and you should live your whole life like that. Give it a try. Throw away your plan. You're not God. You don't know what he has in store for you. His plan is greater than yours. And then it's simpler, it's easy, and it's amazing. So live moment to moment. Let your five-year plan go. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Stay with the Father, and he'll take care of you. All right? Give it a try. It has worked in my life so far for 31 years. And uh, um, we had an amazing meeting the other night for the men. And uh, the car, who, everybody know who Samuel, the Mexican cowboy boy is? He's amazing. <laughs> he gave a little talk about that, you know, one step at a time. And now he's overwhelmed with work. Not overwhelmed, but so many opportunities come from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And to the point now, he gave up his day job or night job. Yeah, he's a total entrepreneur now, and he does his best. And I say that because that's what happened in my life. I know other people that it's happening like that, men and women. Victoria, you're still doing your thing, right? Well, she still had a day job because she's lazy. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he, God love us. He has, he'll take care of us. He really, really will. And so, but if you hold on to the world idea, the world plan, it's going to be difficult. But opportunities will come out of nowhere. You'll be like, what the? It's like angels are working on your behalf while you're asleep, creating opportunities. And they're always there, just that when you're in darkness, you don't see that they're there. You really don't. And if you do it with the right attitude, you give your best service, don't compare yourself to anyone, don't try to be like anyone. Do you, be you, and God work through all that, and, and he will blow your mind. He really will. Whatever type of business you have. I don't know what it is. If it's making quilts. I remember my grandmother used to make quilts. She and the other older ladies on the road. And they started making those quilts so beautiful. Y'all know what a quilt is, right? And they were so beautiful. People started asking to buy them. And they started selling them. And made buku money from them. We have it in us. Everything that we need is in us. <laughs> in Africa, 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 Africa. I hear the angels are coming from Africa. Oh, like, what the? <laughs> but did you have something to say? Okay. Really, just live life, period. Day, 
one moment at a time. Be present with God. Hey, yeah. uh, first, I want to say thank you for the shout out and and uh, you're welcome. Man. It's not taken for granted at all. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm learning about about being in business and just living life is uh, yesterday I I did a, a vehicle that took me like way longer than I thought. It took me like 12 hours to finish it. And uh, leading up to it, I was saying it was trying to tell me like, man, you got to do this. You got to be fast to do this, to do that. And ultimately, uh, my point is that he was trying to uh, make me expect something to make me overreact in the yep. moment. So while I was working, this is actually the first job where I didn't have no, you know how I've been saying that oh, I'm trying to be all holy and not listen to no music or listen to not have any distractions while I'm working. Right. This is the first time where I did it the whole time. I didn't have no distractions for 12 hours. Actually, you know, 13 in total because I had to uh, commu- uh, drive there and stuff. And while I was working, I was just learning like, man, if I would have really uh, believed the lies uh, Satan was trying to tell me, I would have overreacted. By the time the 10th hour came around, I've been like, Kicking myself like, man, like you're not fast yeah. man. And then trying to cut corners, but I didn't. I didn't cut no corners. I did. I was like, I'm going to just do the best job that I can because once I'm gone, I'm not trying to come back. I'm not trying to think like, yeah, right. man, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Man, I shouldn't have done that. So um, living in present, really. Yeah. And, then, and then talking about the Holy Spirit and all that that is that is with you, Um. What Adriana was saying, I, I, I do believe is with us since we were born. Um, I think as we're uh, coming to that fallen state, as we're growing up, you know, the world, it turns you away from it. Yeah. You start not to really pay attention to it. Today in the morning was the first day that I ever had a revelation. Like, as soon as I opened my eyes, God revealed something to me, and I was like, what the Yeah. Um, you said, what the hell? What the heaven? <laughs> what the um, Millennial, and it, and it was uh it, and it was something related to what I was doing. Yes, I was putting into practice yesterday, which was God is the only reality there is. The devil tries to uh, make you um, not see that reality. He tr- he he gives you a, a something that is not true, is not based on reality, and you take it. And the devil, he has your soul. And that's also, and it causes you to destroy yourself and destroy others. So ultimately, yeah, yeah. So. doubt every thought about anything that you're doing. So yeah, that's all I wanted all right. to say. Amazing. I'm telling you, folks, it's so easy. It's not like what you think at all. But you got to know that every thought is a lie all the time about anything. Really, it's a lie. All thoughts are lies. God said, "My people should know me by my voice. His voice revealed things to you." It's revelation. It doesn't talk to you. God does not talk to you in your head. And when, it's, when, when the Holy Spirit reveals things, it's clear. You don't have to wonder about it. There's no second thoughts about it. It's just clear. All right? So stay with the silent prayer, too. All right? I got to, uh, and, and I'll let you, I just got to give, I'm running out of time here. Uh, the biblical question, how many of you fast and pray? You fast and pray? Oh. Fast and pray? Uh-huh. I, what, if, what if we just only pray? I, I, just, I want to know about fast and pray. Anybody does that? Oh, that's my biblical question. 
What is the purpose of fasting and praying? All right. Isn't that a good question? This is a deep one. This is so deep. It makes you want to eat watermelon. (laughs) No, you would love it if you saw this. What is the purpose of fasting and praying? All right. That's the biblical question. Last word, real fast. You had your hand there. Okay, so I have a question. And I was curious about what do you think about keeping the Sabbath day? Because um, growing up, I was a Christian, but my brother later on introduced me to the Israelite doctrine. And they right. believe in, like, keeping the, all the, or try to keep all the commandments. And one of them is to keep the Sabbath day, which means you can't cook or buy and sell or work on those days, like, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. So what do you think about doing I would that? take a day and relax. I, I, it would have to be a Sabbath or whatever. Right? You need that downtime to reflect. You know, sometimes Christ would go off into the woods and, seek his father's will. And so when you take that time off from work and running around being silly, just relax and re- reflect. And, but you still can eat and all that. I wouldn't go down that road. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't be all into it like that. Oh, okay. It's just like like in the scriptures, God makes it seem like that's a special day that everybody who believes in him should keep. Like he really pushes that. And you will, you will naturally... It, it doesn't have to be Saturday or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. Whatever day you want to just reflect. You know, I like doing it on a Saturday to just kind of relax because I'm not near the phone. Nobody can talk to me. I don't want to talk. And so I reflect, and it's amazing. It's kind of like what Samuel was talking about yesterday when he was doing the car. Mm-hmm. That's reflection time, too. You're not caught up with the music, talk shows, and news, and all that. You're in the present with God, even while you're doing that. Okay. So do you think it's something that we have to do, though? Because according to them, if you don't, it's a sin. No, not a sin. Okay. But you should have that downtime to reflect and be be grateful for what God is and has done for you uh, so that you can see his will further. Just kind of, you need the quiet time, that's for sure. Okay, cool. But it's not a sin. You're not going to hell. God's not going to be mad because you didn't keep a seven day. It's all crap. Everything is spiritual now. <laughs> okay. All right? I didn't mean to say crap. No, it's cool. It's cool. It came out too fast. <laughs> so that's the biblical question, all right? What the purpose of fasting and praying? We are so out of time, just completely out of time. Out of time. Um, so do the silent prayer one step at a time. Let the world go fast. You can be slow. And you'll always be right on time. Really. Uh, don't hate anyone. But love all. And just don't hate. And don't force it on anyone. Don't do what mama did today. <laughs> what about if he loves sex? <laughs> <laughs> what about it? And so the woman is a sex... Dealer, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Trying to get her brother saved. But, uh, so listen, don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share. And if you, we need your email. So if we change the meetings or I'm in your area, we can notify you. So we need your emails. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. Um, what?
Is she mama by what? Oh, I am mama? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, thank you for your donations as well, all right? Do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. Every thought about anything is lies. They're not from God. And the Holy Spirit will guide you. Speak up, but don't resent. All right? Thank you all for tuning in, and thank you all for coming. Amazing. I appreciate it. So.